everybody, this is So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. There we go. Uh, that's that's the squad. Ooh. That's how <laughs> we do it. Yep, that is how we do it. So, very excited because uh, it's Halloween time. We're, that's we're, right. we're kicking off a, our annual series of Halloween episodes uh, where we usually... Uh, cover a scary movie or at least a Halloween themed movie or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we can finagle into being Halloween, because sometimes we've been iffy on it. But <laughs> yeah. today the, we're, we're kicking it off with um, uh, a movie that it doesn't get more Halloween than, um, which is the latest entry in the Halloween franchise. Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Talking about Halloween Kills. Uh, that was my pick. For this series, each week, um, one of you, one of us will each pick a movie, and that's what we'll talk about. And Halloween Kills is first up. I'm excited. I I didn't get to do the Halloween series with you guys the first time around. That's true. That's true. So it was great to to get in on one, as they say. Yeah. Faux show. So this picks up. Like right after the 2018 Halloween Kills, literally like moments after. So, for a refresher, the last movie ends with um, Lori and her daughter and granddaughter have trapped Michael in the basement and they're burning it down um, and they're riding off into the sunset. But he survived because, of course, he does. And can I ask a question? Yeah. So did the did the last movie end with the fire trucks headed to the house and them being like burn it burn? Yeah, is I that think, I think so. Yeah, I don't remember actually. I think it did. I think it did, but interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um. So so we're we're brought right back into the story. Lori is rushed off to the hospital, but Michael is on the loose, um, and just restarts his murder spree, um, and. I'll also say we might, you know, if people care about spoilers, we'll talk about spoilers. Okay. That's that's where we start off. Um, Who wants to kick things off? Talk about what they thought. I thought it was a, I thought it was a very, very well done sequel. And I think I love how it just picks up right where it left off. Mm -hmm. And even better, it just, from the minute it starts to the minute it ends, it doesn't stop the thrill ride. Like it's like it's like it, it's like the movie is coasting on pure pure adrenaline. Yeah, and you know that's that's how that's how a sequel should be. <laughs> yeah, you run into a danger with slasher sequels sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they can be good, and sometimes they can just continue to build on the kill, right? Then yep. um, mm-hmm. and, and that is a lot of especially with these old reboots of these original serial killers. Um, you go back and you can listen to our early episodes about how they kind of, you know, veered off path. There was not really a story and it was more about the kill. And so you run into a danger of what's going to happen here because it's already happened once. And I think that this does a good job of really <sighs> doing a good job of continuing this story. I think that it's not quite as good as the first one, obviously, but like, that's not a bad thing. It, it is fun. It is brutal. 
it gives you that satisfactory of the slasher kills that you want. I think a lot more than I got from the first one, just because I felt like these were more brutal. Um, you get a little bit more from Michael than you've had in the past. Like, especially whenever he's fighting all those firefighters, like that's some stuff that I haven't seen before. He's really like the Mr. Miyagi of murder where he is so calm at everything he does, he doesn't attack. He he's he almost does murder as a defensive, and it's really strange the way that he yeah. sets it up. So, um, it's it's a lot of fun. Just like Andrew said, I think that it and and it left me excited for the third one, and I think that's key. Where the story was good enough to keep me excited for the the trilogy. Yeah, uh, brutality. I think is uh, to 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 go to the fact the one word thing. That's the to one of the takeaways from this movie. Yeah. Uh, to offer a different perspective, I uh, I have seen the very first Halloween. I watched that a few years ago, and so there's uh, there's elements of this that um, obviously still draw from that original timeline, and uh, but I did not watch the Halloween 2018 sequel. With the but I did listen to y'all's podcast, which was very informative. I didn't know about the podcasting. <laughs> That's really interesting. They're being like also. So uh to offer a different perspective, I'll say uh that it's very interesting that this movie chose to see based on what I know, pull the perspective kind of off of the shrouds a little bit and put it more on the town of Haddonfield and what their experience with this. Uh, this uh, situation is this, this series of murders that took place 40 years ago. And now, you know, as, as far as the movie go, is concerned mm. that night, we're still in the same night as, as the previous film. So uh, very interesting to see how the crowd, how the, how, the, how the town is responding. And that's really what this is about. like a mob in town. I'll tell you what, what a comedy of errors for this town, because it is just like, does not work. They try to rally together to take down <laughs> Michael Myers and does it, it not only does it not work it if anything it turns out worse than it would have if they had done what david would do which is get the heck out of there mm-hmm. you can find mm-hmm. me in tulsa texas <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's fair um i i enjoyed the movie a lot it's really fun the, halloween is my is my favorite slasher series so i always have a good time jumping into a new michael myers adventure I liked that shift of focus that you mentioned, David. It was kind of cool to see the town um, respond, especially since they tied a lot of the new side characters into even deeper. They were even deeper side characters in the original movie. You know, you've got these little kids who are featured in the old movie now grown up and still living in Haddonfield and they kind of take over. Um, while Lori is hospitalized. And I like that a lot. That's just a cool um, perspective shift that I don't, that we haven't seen before. Um, you know, it was cool to see that they have this weird uh, friend group dynamic where they go hang out at the talent bar talent show on Halloween night and retell the story of Michael Myers as if it's not a traumatic event that they should try to forget. <laughs> um, well, or they, they talk about it like it's their 9-11, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's fair because it is a very uh, messed up event for those involved. Uh, mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, I, I did I did enjoy the kills. A, a good slasher movie must have kills, uh, as we all know. 
they have changed over the years, obviously. The first Halloween movie, uh, there's no blood in it. Um, it's a slasher movie without blood, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, now there is an epic amount of the gore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To knock on just a couple of things that I thought could have been better. Um, this movie works really well as the middle piece of a trilogy, but it doesn't work so well as its own film. And it is possible for sequels to do both, you know? Um, It's not a self-contained story. It doesn't really have a beginning or an end because it's tied so closely to the first movie and obviously to the the setup to the third. So that um, I think could ding it a little bit with people who are maybe just not big fans or or didn't see the first one. So I'd be interested to hear how people react to that, but. Well, David, what did you think? You haven't seen the original or the 2018 one. I didn't see it. Uh, (laughs) Did you feel lost watching, picking up immediately after the one you hadn't seen? I only felt lost in that I uh, was having to kind of establish relationships a little bit, which like uh, who's Lonnie's son. Like I like, so early on you see uh, as referenced in the podcast, there's a kid who got like, who got, uh, you know, punctured on a fence post. Right. And uh, uh, you see a kid dressed in what looks like uh, Girl Scout uniform, right, for Halloween, calling that guy and not being able to get a hold of him. And I was like, okay, so there, my, they might have had this. Might be a continuing story from the previous film. You find uh, Cochios, Will Patton, uh, the deputy, laying, you know, dead in the, you know, not dead in the street, but injured in the street. Uh, as and we know how that story ended now i didn't know so i'm having to again piece together who is continuing on a story from the last week and who's just now being introduced i wasn't sure if like anthony michael hall was in the previous film uh no. he's very in this film like the, the he's almost one of them he's basically one of the main characters of this film um but once i kind of made the connections of who is whose kid and who is you know who's doing who's in charge of what in this town everything kind of like i didn't matter after that um, so I would say there was a little bit of like, <clears throat> there was maybe like 11 to 15 minutes of confusion in the beginning and then, uh, and then everything made sense. Uh, uh, and everything was fine from then on. All right. All right. That's good. It's good to hear. Um, I can, I can totally see that. Cause it does, it really does pick up in the middle of the action at the end of the first one. It doesn't have its own, you know, um, typical beginning with establishing, the story it really is just like okay michael is still on the run um so yeah that makes that makes sense to me um i you i do appreciate they give us like a nice flashback to 1978 and it's like filmed kind of yeah like in a way that represent now did they do that in the first one with with, with flashbacks to the uh the original film i don't remember it so i'm gonna say i don't know I can't remember either. I, w- I wish I would have watched the 2018 one before going into this, and I would recommend that to people if you just want a refresher. Plus, it's just a good movie, and it's Halloween time, so please watch it anyway. Um, but I think it would have helped just to kind of refresh a few things because I also was kind of trying to piece a few things together. Like, I remembered it pretty quickly. It was just kind of one of those things where it was like, okay, who is this, and like, how are they connected real quick? Let me remember um, I also think that the focus off of the Strodes, while 
I think it was necessary because then again, you run into the same situation of if we have two movies planned and he keeps chasing after the Strodes and the Strodes keep fighting after them, you know, you have the same movies essentially. And so this is really the first time you see them kind of take a back seat and really focus on the town that has been terrorized by it. So that is pretty cool. Um, I think that they gave us three really strong female characters in the first movie and I think just based on the story itself, they did not get to show it much of anything, um, which I think is unfortunate in, in the storytelling process. Again, I don't have a problem with the story that was told. I just don't think that they gave the people that people want to see enough to do overall. You had Lori stuck in a hospital the whole time. Um, you had Karen kind of just running around screaming. And then you had the daughter whose name I can't remember attempting to do a little bit more and be a little more active. I just think that she was outshone by Anthony Michael Hall, who they put more emphasis on. Um, so I think they didn't necessarily progress those three characters as much as I think they should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it definitely, when I realized what was, what was going on, I was like, Oh, um, I know that they had a, you know, obviously the first movie is probably like mostly them and they're, they're after the story. So they're kind of, they're kind of sidelined for a bit of this. No, that's not to say that they don't have moments. I mean, right. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, is uh, as, as uh, Lori is relentless, man. She's relentless. She's, she will not be held back. And you can tell that Judy Greer is her daughter. Karen is really uh, kind of feels like caught in the middle because she has a daughter that's really gung ho. And she has a mom who's really like, you know, I want this has to end. And she's kind of sitting there going like, it can't end. Like, like we tried, like we did our best. We did everything. We hit this guy with everything. And he, he came up and he, and he's still coming. And, you know, the funny thing is like, you talked about the fireman earlier. It wasn't like the fireman accidentally set him free. He just kind of popped out of the garage. Like, hey, what's up guy. Mm. You know, like it wasn't like he was like almost about to survive. And then like the firefighter saved his life or something, not knowing what he was doing. Uh, Mike, uh, Michael did not seem at all, uh, 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 slowed down when he made his, uh, awesome entrance. Calm, cool, collected. That's the way he always is. No. And, and later on in the movie, when, um, Lori is talking with officer Hawkins in the hospital, they appear to be steering us toward this idea that Michael is this almost supernatural being who, mm -hmm. Uh, might be feeding off the kills like the, the yeah. kills might be making him stronger and and fighting back might make him stronger and you know at the end there we see he he is lured into yet another trap where the whole town basically is now gonna just attack him mob style and again spoiler warning um they do they beat him into submission and then he just goes ham and wipes them all out effortlessly, uh, almost as if beating him made him a superhero. <laughs> or you know, he's like the fiend, you know? Yeah. He yeah. just can't be beat, you know? It's it wild. That's why I'm, I'm even more intrigued to see how the, the finale is handled, because, you know, these movies never truly end. But I do think and believe that Halloween ends 
coming out next year is intended to be the final movie in this version. Yeah. I mean, at least that's what I'm hoping. So it's probably going to go the wayside of like, how how will they kill him? Or will they at all? Did you put him in jail again? Worked out so well last time. I think that uh, I mean, it did work out for like 40 years or 39 It did years. work out for a long yeah. time. That's true. And then, it didn't. and then it didn't. And one crazy doctor. <clears throat> no, I think that uh, it, it'll be interesting to see because you're right. The lore of Michael Myers is so convoluted to an extent of he's not supposed, he's just a dude. He's always just been a dude, but like some kind of supernaturally thing where he can always survive too. But it's not like Jason or Freddy, right? He's just seemingly a dude. There's just no, there's no answers to the questions that you have. But yeah, I mean, you see him get straight up shot and stabbed and beaten and all of this stuff that he shouldn't be able to survive. And then, yeah, it just gets up. And so it is going to be interesting to see how they handle that. For me, I think... Again, you're right. These movies never end. It's all about a franchise. It's all about a name recognition, right? I think that you can easily do that in a different way where instead of it being Michael Myers, it is just a Halloween and it's like a branch off, uh, you know, a copycat or something. And you tell a different story as someone just taking that theme and inspire and like terrorizing another town or another group of people. And it's a different type of story. That's the best way to keep a serial killer situation going, because I don't think that it's the right idea to focus on the killer because then it just becomes this person's going to kill this person in some crazy way. Again, you have to tell a story and the killer can be part of it, but it can't be about them. It has to be a copycat or something. Yeah. I want, I want this. I want to say that there were times there were times in this movie that I, I got genuinely like, I got genuinely like, like frustrated. And I got frustrated for several reasons. Like number one, you know, if you were hell bent on killing someone like that, like, I'm just saying like, if they like just got him in the head, you know, just ended it. You know, just 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 do that right there. But no, they go everywhere else except for that. It's like even shooting mm-hmm. him in the heart doesn't do anything. It's just like, for the love of God, like, what have you all not learned? I also <laughs> thought a Where? couple times, like, he's on the floor, slice his head off. Yeah, yeah for real. Like, he, and like, him in the what, what do they do? They stab him in the shoulder. No, yeah, his head and, off. And, and the back of the neck. And it's like you, you, it's like you're just setting yourself up for failure because yeah. now we know he's gonna be he's gonna be living. So, and you know it's it, it's stuff like that. And there were several times like, man, these people can't shoot. They, they just straight <laughs> yeah, up. Let me. These people, I mean, all gotta, of these people, stormtroopers. They're, they're horrible them. shots. We got to pull out the Okie version of last one. Boy, I tell you, <laughs> what, good thing that Michael Myers ain't come to Oklahoma. Everybody got a gun right now. Yeah, none of them either. <laughs> what are these people doing running around the bats? There's a guy out there looking like Hacksaw Jim Duggan hitting him with a two by four. Where are your shotguns, man? Where are your weapons? I will say, yeah, you've got, <laughs> you've got to go one step too far when it comes to these serial killers, man. I mean, like, you cannot just, I get it. That, I get it that you don't have the killer instinct. You're just a regular old person out there being terrorized by a killer. But 
you've got to go too far. You've got to take that Jesse Eisenberg double tap. You've got to make sure they are dead. Yes, slice their head off, explode it to smithereens with your shotgun. You have to obliterate this thing. You know, cut 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 his legs off. Yeah. If you can't, if you if you're too afraid to like cut his cut his head off or something, the man needs to walk. Hard to cut somebody when you're when you when you're crawling around like this. <laughs> Although, yeah, but, but, to, but to Michael hilarious. Myers, but to Michael Myers, all it is is just a flesh wound. Yeah, He's just a flesh wound. Did you all have any favorites as far as like mm-hmm. kills? Did you have any favorite kills? I think I think mine. There were a couple, but I think the one that stands out, and I think they could have done it just a little bit more crazy. Was uh, I think is it Cameron? Is that his name? When he they smashed him through the stairs and he just kept smashing his head. I was waiting for his head to just fall off. Or when yeah. he came down the stairs, I thought he was just gonna like rip it off. Rip it off and his head. Yeah. That's what I twisted thought it around. He like Pepsi twisted him. But uh, I thought that one was particularly brutal. For um, for me, for me, it has to be the whole Scooby Gang that is driving around. I don't know if these characters were in the last movie. But you have the the nurse, the guy who's dressed like an, a doctor, and the, the girl's dressed like a nurse, although they're reversed. She's a doctor, he's a nurse in real life. They're driving around with these two Michael Myers survivors, and they come across some kids, and these kids are typical Halloween a-holes, right? Uh, and they tell them, hey, get out of here. Michael Myers is, is about, you know? Michael Myers shows up, and these people do the least effective job of fighting, a, my, my, fighting Michael Myers I've ever seen. Uh, the lady shoots a mask that he's holding, right? Then he gets in there, just stabs her, and the guy's in the back seat going. And then he thinks, I'll strangle him with my prop stethoscope <laughs> from the side, which is not a good way to strangle somebody, strangle him like this. So Mike just looks at him and goes, sheaves his knife inside the guy's eyeball. The eyeball, yeah. His girlfriend, who had the gun, comes back, shoots Four of the worst shots I've ever seen. Yes. And then Michael, like this was some John Wick stuff right here, kicks the door to flip the gun into her own face and she shoots herself in the head. I literally guffaw. I went, <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be funny. Yes. I was like, yeah. I was like, that was the silliest death I've ever seen. You have to have over the top kills, life. and that one was certainly over the top. He looked like an mm-hmm. idiot. And that was funny. And then I gotta ask. I don't remember this being a factor of the original Halloween film, but does does Michael Myers is it a thing that he poses his uh, victims in semi uh, funny positions? Yeah, it's like a running get bit in this movie where he's like posing them on merry go rounds, and he takes the the, the 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 gay couple and he puts them in the position that they're in in that photo that they have of themselves. Yeah. Like, is that a thing? I don't remember Michael Myers ever posing people. Well, yeah, he, he yeah he's he did in the. Destiny. In, in the in the very first movie in the 1978 Halloween, he did mm. do that. Like with several of the victims towards the end, like he put them up in like a closet. Oh he yeah, hung one upside down. He he, he even brought in like a gravestone, oh, which yeah. is a. And in the next one in in Halloween from 2018, he cut off that one cop's head and put him as a jack o' lantern. That's right. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I I just don't I just didn't remember that as being a thing, and it also seemed very very like Michael went out of his way for that because he was chasing the one lady, and he clearly goes across the bridge, right? Yeah, 
And, I, and then when they came back and they found the bodies, I was like, you tell me he walked back across the bridge and was like, <laughs> murderer's work is never done. <laughs> even put even carved pumpkins to put on their head. I know that's got it. That was like 45 minutes of work. What time is it? Is it, is it 3.35? Yeah, like, for as slow as he is, he works fast with stuff like that because it's like, and it's it's also very elaborate. Every you know? step is well thought out. I guess so. He's, he's a smart serial killer. He's the smart one. He's <laughs> like one of the things that you you always see is he's very calm. And again, that's why I was like, I, you know, he's very ch- chill whenever he's doing his murder yeah. sprees. And everybody else is just running and panicking, and he's just like, "You can run, you can panic. I'm gonna walk. I'll get you. I'll get you eventually. I'm gonna listen for your deep there. panting breath." I I really enjoyed the fluorescent bulb to the neck. Yes. That was a fun death to me. Um, I yes. do think the best Mark, one Mark. was woman who shot herself in the face, but mm-hmm. um, the, the fluorescent bulb was, was extra gnarly just because he had a knife in his hand and chose, nah, I'm going to use the light bulb instead because had he, more just, reach. More he just did his own little canvas art piece in that guy's back with all the kitchen knives yeah. just for fun. <laughs> yeah. And he had the other knife, put it down, grab the bulb. Yeah, Mike had clearly been watching some 90s backyard wrestling, and he was like, oh, a light tube. I can make that. I can do something with this here. There we go. Well, she had a knife, too, and that had more reach, so he was just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to I'll also... Sorry. Andrew, you got one? Yeah, in the very beginning, when Michael reemerges and he kills all the firefighters, and he has the... The... uh, the day like the one firefighter with the saw it's like died in a horrible horrible way yeah so and also let's not forget i think there was one person who ended up in half at one point in time i don't know what that was but like i remember yeah like someone got chopped in half or something like that yeah i think i know what you're talking about i do remember seeing body pieces i mean are we talking about the guy who is forced to jump to his own death after the mob tries no. to murder him because he was no. in pieces. And that was yeah. very, that might be the darkest part of the whole movie. Yeah. You know? You're talking about a legal nightmare. No, no joke. Yeah. All you people arrested. A inciting a riot. That's why I'm sitting here. If you're, uh, if you're, if you're um, Tommy, right. Is that his name? Tommy. If you're uh, Anthony Michael Hall, you might as well go for Jason's head, man. You're already going to jail for inciting a riot and forcing a guy to suicide, basically. So you yeah. might as well go over the head. Go over the head. That's yeah. true. Do not slow down. Yeah, Tommy was a bit of a hothead. Um, I didn't know how to feel about him for because he would go in and out of annoying me. His his uh, desperate need to show his alpha maleness was a little much. He wanted to take control of the situation. Yeah. And while you're kind of on his side because the situation needs to right. be taken control, it's clearly should not be led by him. Yeah. No, because he, he doesn't sell it. No. Lori sells it a little later when she says, you know, the police have failed me. I'm going to kill him myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Literally, the entire system has failed to contain Michael Myers, so she has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to feel bad for these hospital workers, you know. Oh gosh, they're not prepared. Bad enough they got you know COVID bed shortages, and now they got this guy out there slaughtering people left and right. Well, at least Michael wears a mask. 
<laughs> Which, by the way, I love that. I love that. I love the updated mask with the burn marks on it. You know, yeah. it's a little bit, it looks creakly and ragged, yeah. you know. Uh, it, it's got a bit more edge to it than uh, than it's had in the past years. It's cool. Um, okay, so before we, before we move on, what does everybody think about the very, very ending when it appears that Michael might have just murdered Karen in the window of his home? Did uh, he? Fantastic ending, I think. Yeah, it was a good ending. Yeah, I, I think it's you a knew, fitting ending. You knew he okay. was going to show up, but he the way he showed up was scary. It scared me. The ending, I mean, the, I didn't expect that to be the end. So yeah, they did. It was well done. I mean, this yeah, poor he, girl, Allison, has been fueled by avenging her <laughs> dead dad this whole movie, and now he might have taken her mom too. I don't want to get in her way. No, no, but, it, it's so well. Punctuate the the moment where he shows up and does it punctuates this great speech by uh, by Lori where she's talking about like we said fear only makes him stronger and trying every kill makes him stronger he's the embodiment of fear he's not just a guy who killed people on Halloween he basically like he is Halloween you know yeah. like and um, it's not gonna end. she you know from Lori's perspective she doesn't think it's gonna end till she, he dies when she dies is how she views it so. Um, you know, it's gonna, it, it's great. I think it's a good ending and I think it, it's a perfect setup for Halloween ends. So, uh, which I assume will come out around the same week as Venom 3. Since, uh, <laughs> since the first Halloween came out with Venom and the second Halloween came out with Venom. Yeah. I, I, I do think it's rather fitting and it gives Laurie Strode motivation to be the hero of this. So, yep. so I'm ready for what that entails. Yep. All right. Well, any final notes? Because uh, the the clock uh, is. That's it for me. Okay. Well, um, I believe we should have opening weekend numbers to for we you to, for you to show us. What do we got? We do a pretty solid opening weekend, $50.3 million for Halloween Kills. It's the third straight week that a movie's made $50 million in the box office, which is a good sign for the theater industry. Uh, at number two, you had No Time to Die, $24.2 million. We reviewed that just last week. Go check it out. 56% drop week to week for that, which is a that's an okay drop. Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, finishes in the number three spot, three spot with 16.5 um and then at number four you have adam's family two and at number five the debuting last duel starring uh, adam driver matt damon i think and ben affleck yeah uh, anyway so uh so yeah a, a good selection of movies there as something for everybody to enjoy i think um i was going to try to look up here uh where it's going to sit in the Halloween franchise, but you know, we can wait and we can make that determination a little bit later because like I said, it is opening week. I believe uh, Halloween has been reinvigorated. Uh, the last Halloween movie did huge numbers. Um, so this is, this is, this is good. This is solid. Uh, and I'll leave it there. And um, Sweet. Garrett, you won last week for the letterbox game. I did. I am ready whenever you boys are. If anybody would like to start making guesses upon what you think the Letterbox community is ranking Halloween Kills. I'm going to go with 3.6. 3.6 for Andrew. 
I'm gonna. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Oh, you you would want me to go ahead, wouldn't you? Uh, I'm gonna take it down a bit from three six, and say three point one. Well, that's very much what. It's very similar to what I was thinking. Um, I'm gonna say a three point three. Three point three. So we have three point six for Andrew, three point one for Josh, and a three point three for David and I. I'm going to tell you all that I'm pretty sure that I think that you're going to be surprised. We're sitting at 2.8. Josh is the winner. I I have a feeling that we are going to be higher on this movie than a lot of people based on what I have seen. I think that uh, people are not as high as we are based on that and based on a couple of other reviews that I have seen and heard from people. Yeah, I, I already know that it's it's got a. I think it's holding a forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, that's from critics. I, I didn't see checking. what the audience review was. The audience review might be higher. I don't know. Um, that's interesting. Um, you know, for my score, I was actually going to give it a three and a half. Um, I was very entertained by it. I thought it was. I thought it was good for what it, what it, what it, what it was supposed to be. Um, and I'd watch it again. I had to. It, it wasn't like so. It wasn't so scary or anything that I would never watch it again. Uh, like a lot of horror movies, but it was, uh, it was good. Yeah. It looks like the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is a 72% and a B minus cinema score. All righty then. Which as far as horror movies go, I think makes it pretty well liked enough. Cause horror movies are hard to get people on board with. Yeah. 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 I also think that it was a pretty good horror movie. I think that it was a. I, I, I'm going to give it a three and a half because I am excited about the uh, the story that they left us and that they are leading into. Um, so I think that it did a good job of transitioning. Yeah, it is yeah, a three and a half for me as well. It. I will. I would also wish. Three and a half sounds about right. So I know you guys gave the first one like four and a half. And I think Garrett, you said you gave it a three and a half. So uh, I feel like it's a probably not as I, I mean, having not seen it, I, I'm, I don't know if this was as good as the 2018 version, but it's, I mean, it held in. If I gave the other one a three and a half, I will have to bump it because that's it. No, because you rechanged, you changed your whole system. I, I know that's why I gotta reach. That's why I gotta change everything. Gotta reevaluate everything. Everything. So let me ask you, what do you guys think? The Halloween. Now we haven't seen every movie. You guys have seen more than I have. What do you guys think for the franchise as a whole? What would you? What, what, what do you think you would rate it? Like as on on, on the same scale, five five point oh. Do you, is Halloween like a two point franchise or is it like a five point franchise for you? Like for me, it's like a three. It's like a three. This is the 12th yeah. installment of Michael Myers, for the record. 12 movies of Michael Myers. It's a lot. So keep that in mind when you, you, when you think about that, because I think that more Over. of them are bad than are good. It's true. But of the ones you've seen, what would you say? Like, you've seen Halloween, what? One, two, three, zombie. <laughs> we didn't watch enough of the bad ones. Probably a three and a half for me still, though. Yeah. I would give it a solid three. Yeah, I probably would guess a three. That would be my safe bet of leaning. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll lean there because because of the ones I've seen, they've all been pretty good. I think the ones that are good are better than most slasher movies, um, which helps it a lot. Um, and then the ones that are bad are just forgivable enough most of the time. Yeah. And I appreciate the risks it's taken. Like I, you know, I still think it's, I think it's cool that Halloween three went off the rails and did a mini side story that doesn't happen in a lot of other franchises. I think this, I think this one gets high marks for me. Uh, so, um, let me ask one more question to, uh, and we may have to edit this part out, but do we pick our new movie, our next movie now, or do we wait and do that does, another thing? Does anybody have one ready to go? I don't. Oh, I do. Okay, we're going to be revisiting. We're going to be revisiting a series that we've been we've done before, uh, a series that uh, has everything for everyone, and uh, that's why next week we will be watching Muppet Haunted Mansion. See you next wow. week. Wow! Wow! You just took it. You just shoved it out there. Okay. Well. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm not doing that. Was that what you picked? Oh, I was like, okay. No, I'm not. But please do watch it. It's fantastic. I was going to pick uh, John Carpenter's The Fog. We've done a John Carpenter movie every year for the last few years. I want to do another one. Let's do The Fog. Okay. Well, I'm going to say we'll discuss and it'll be a surprise for everyone else. And they can find out by going to so many sequels.com and subscribing to everything that we've got yeah. YouTube and podcast channel. So go find us there and we'll see you next week for another Halloween movie.